Hi everyone, this is Happiest, episode number 44. What story are you sticking to? Welcome, I'm your host, Susan Chattis. I'm an author, artist, and teacher, and a grateful member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And just like you, I'm out to find the happy. In this podcast, we will be searching to find the happiest moments in every situation. These are some of my stories. I hope they will help you feel lifted, happy, and hopeful as you search for your own happy in this journey we call life. So are you ready? Here we go. Hi everyone, welcome back to the podcast today and thank you for being here and listening. Last time we talked about how to unlearn unhappiness and how that can lead to helping you find more of the happy. Today we're going to talk about the choice you have every day to choose what story that you want to stick to in every circumstance, in every situation in your life that will serve you best in your life. So to start off with, I want to talk about an idiom. What is an idiom? Idioms are sayings we use all the time that contain a different meaning from the literal words in the saying. The word idiom actually comes from the Greek word idioma, meaning peculiar phrasing. For example, an idiom would be something like under the weather. And in this idiom, it's understood that it means you're sick or not feeling well. If you say you're feeling under the weather, you don't literally mean that you're standing outside in a rainstorm. Now, I'm going to read you a list of idioms, see if they sound familiar to you. How about back to the drawing board? That means you'll need to start something over again from the beginning. How about a piece of cake? Something that is easy or achievable. Every cloud has a silver lining, and I love this one. It means good things can come from bad situations. On cloud nine is an idiom that means having joy or being happy. And another one, you can't judge a book by its cover means to not assume you know something just based solely on its outward appearance. We'll cross that bridge when we come to it, means you need to worry about the problem when it comes. There's another old idiom that was used many years ago, and I don't hear this one a lot anymore, but it goes like this. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. It was used when someone was giving an explanation of something that they knew was not really entirely true. For example, calories don't count when you're on vacation. That's my story and I'm sticking to it. And another example, in a police interrogation room. Okay, mister, your alibi stinks. Do you really want to stick to that story? Yeah. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. So, what's your story? And do you really want to stick to it? Your brain is a story creator. Your brain is wired to seek specific story information so we can better understand and create meaning from the world all around us. We make sense of the world around us, by thinking 
in story form. We are familiar with stories. We tell stories. And that helps us to remember and recall stories. The stories we tell ourselves help us make sense of incoming information through our senses, our eyes and ears, as we experience the world. And this is the important part, I think. Your brain, as a story creator, will create stories to understand information. The story that reaches your conscious mind is always your own story based on your own interpretation of what your senses actually recorded. Now I'm going to read that again because this is kind of the bottom line of what we're going to be talking about today. Your brain is a story creator and your brain will create stories to help you understand information and situations around you. The story that reaches your conscious mind is always your own story based on your own interpretation of what your senses actually recorded. Now that means that when someone tells you something or presents an idea or a thought to you or you see or you hear something, the story you hear and see in your mind about that experience is a story based on your own interpretation of the idea or thought that you heard. Now, I think this is so interesting when it comes to the opportunity we all have to create the story in our minds that we want to stick to. I remember teaching my math students as we began a new concept that it was important for them to find a place in their brain to connect the new information so they would be able to understand it and remember it. And we would really do this all the time. I would tell them to visualize, imagine, inside their minds a door with a sign labeled math on it. And I would tell them, okay, right now while you're sitting at your desk, go up inside your brain and I want you to imagine that there's a room full of doors. And I want you to pick the one that has a sign on it labeled math. I told them to imagine that they were opening the door and then asked them to walk down the hallway. Then I told them to search for a filing cabinet labeled fractions and to maybe dust off the cobwebs on the cabinet and to open the top drawer and to take out the folder called What I Already Know About Fractions. And then inside they would find a fraction of a pizza, they would find a part of a whole, and they would find the elusive fractions can be fun folder. It was fun as I watched their eyes as they would actually imagine this trek in their mind. And when they were done, they could even tell me what color the math door in their memory was. Back in 2014, Kendall Haven wrote an article titled, Your Brain on Story. In it, he explained that your brain creates stories to understand your reality, and that the story your brain creates comes from your own 
creation, your own values, and your own bank of prior knowledge. He explains, quote, You dredge information from your banks of prior knowledge in order to fill in gaps for the incoming information and create a meaningful story. As new information arrives from your eyes or ears, your mind calls down to your memory vaults for someone to check the files on that particular topic. That runner opens the right file drawer and thumbs through the mental manila folders until he reaches the one corresponding to the informational topic at hand. The runner races back out of your memory vault and hands the folder over to your processing center. If that folder is empty, you say, I don't know anything about this topic, and tend to use that as an excuse to ignore the incoming information. This is exactly what a math teacher doesn't want to have happen. He continues, If the folder contains information, you use that existing information to create context for the new stuff. Context defines how this new information relates to you and your life, to what you already know and what you already believe. You then use this information to decide what is important to you, what is significant to you. And let me just add right here, you use this information to decide how you will react to the story in your life. Studies show that context and relevance in learning are critical to accurate memory and recall exactly what a math teacher would be looking for. So your mind is a story creator and the story that you create in your mind creates how you feel and how you feel creates how you present yourself to the world. How you show up in the world comes from your thoughts, your words and sentences that create a story in your mind. This story in turn generates feelings about your experiences, which then brings about actions and consequently sets up your results. So what is the bottom line? The bottom line is you get to decide how you want to show up in the world according to what your values are. Who do you really want to be? How do you want to turn up in this world? How do you want to be present, arrive on scene? Who do you want to be when you clock in? How do you want to show yourself to others, your family, your friends, your work associates? I want to choose a story that lines up with the kind of person I want to be. A story that lines up with the way I want to come on the scene. An experience I had many years ago taught me this lesson. I know I didn't know the whole story of the family at the back of the tram, but I do know I have thought about this one experience many times through the years 
as an example to me of how I would want to show up in the world. My family and I were on the tram to carry us from the parking lot closer to the gates at Disneyland. In the back of our tram, I turned around at the sound of someone yelling. The angry voices were coming from a young family with a mom, a dad, and two little children, and an older woman who might, we assumed, have been a grandmother. The only words I really heard were from the older woman as she exited the tram and turned to walk back toward her parked car yelling in a loud, angry voice. If it wasn't for me, she said, you wouldn't even be here. More angry words were flung into the air, and soon the older woman was gone, and the family went back to their seats. I turned around, wondering, and trying to understand their story. What had happened that morning to make them all so upset? What had been said, and what could now not be unsaid? Through the years, I've thought about that moment a lot, and learned a valuable lesson now of what I really value and how I really want to show up in the world around me. How do I want to respond when things get hard? How do I want to react when situations, circumstances, and others around me leave me with a story in my mind of irritation, resentment, and anger? Instead of allowing my brain's story creator to tell a story that leaves me ticked off, wound up, or seeing red. All I have to do is change the story. It's that simple. But simple doesn't always mean easy. Our brain is so good at keeping us safe and protecting us from all kinds of harm and danger. In fact, that is one of your brain's main functions. So as soon as something happens in your life that the brain perceives to be damaging or harmful, the basement of your brain will go into fight or flight mode. The simple trick about pulling your story out of the basement mode is simply to first realize that it is there in the basement part of your brain. And you will know it is there because it will usually be a fast reaction of fight or flight. The other day, a car almost cut me off as it sped past me, merging onto the freeway. My brain went so fast into the basement of my mind, I wanted to show him that he could not do that to me. My story creator told me that he must be a jerk and doesn't even know how to drive. As soon as the story came, the feeling of anger showed up. And as soon as it showed up, I noticed it and then made a choice to rewrite that story. I went back to my brain's story creator to quickly rewrite the he must be a jerk story into a story that would serve me better. So I started making up reasons why this driver must need to get ahead of me. I thought maybe he was on his way to the hospital since it was his first baby and his wife had just called him to say she was in labor. 
Maybe his father had been out shoveling the snow from the driveway and had just taken a fall, and he was rushing to help. Maybe he had his son in the back seat with a bloody nose that wouldn't stop, and he was on his way to get help. Maybe his foot had a spasm, and all of a sudden he couldn't push on the brake to slow down. Maybe an alien came down and told him to take him to his leader, and he thought maybe he would better get there fast. The more stories I tried to create, the faster I could feel the furious feeling of anger subside. I finally slowed down and allowed him in front of me. In fact, every time I have caught myself rewriting an unwanted brain story, I have loved the feeling after of being in control of what I choose to be in control of. It is a powerful feeling that no matter what others do, no matter what others may say to me, I get to write my own story of how I want to see and feel about that situation. I know I already shared this story with you a couple of episodes ago, but the story of the woman at a busy airport who wouldn't give up an unoccupied chair she was sitting by. I remember again going immediately to the anger story in my mind, and then I paused. And I want to really emphasize this moment where I paused. The pause goes right here. As soon as you realize you're in that anger story of your brain, this is where you hit pause. So pulling myself back out of that, I decided that I wanted to rewrite the story, that maybe she did have something precious in her bag. And I started to make up ideas about, I wondered what that could be. As I walked away, I remember feeling empowered by how good it was that I was in control of me, my thoughts, and that I didn't let that moment control who I wanted to be at the airport that day. I didn't want to argue or yell. I just wanted to sit on the floor and spend good time with my good family. You can choose which thoughts line up with the values you want in your own life. You can choose how you want to make an appearance, regardless of what is happening all around you. Just because we think something doesn't mean it's true. But how we consistently think leads us to how we act. We can think thoughts that will help us to act with compassion and hope. Or we can choose thoughts that can leave us depressed or angry. It is up to you to choose how you consistently feel by choosing which stories your brain will consistently tell you as you open your storylines up to different ways of seeing the circumstances around you. You can absolutely look at life from the outlook of choices. And I love that. Think about a time in your life 
when you got bugged or annoyed with someone or something? What did you feel? What were you thinking about that person? What story was your story creator brain telling you to believe about that person? And was it a story that you wanted to stick to? Now think of that time again and see if you can rewrite that story. Try to think of at least five different perspectives of how you could view that story differently. Tell yourself that you are looking for a high way to see the story. A high five technique. The very process of just considering that there could be alternative ways to see a situation is the very process that can free you to choose healing instead of worsening, to choose mending instead of sinking, and to choose recovery instead of failing. I had another experience at a church meeting just the other day, and I'm a little embarrassed to tell you about this, but I think it kind of makes the point. The room I was in at church was absolutely quiet, except for a group of three women on the row right behind me who had started whispering. At least at first they were whispering, but their voices started to become a little louder, and soon I began to feel annoyed. I immediately, as brains do, went into basement story mode, and I told myself that these ladies were so rude to be whispering during the meeting. My first reaction was that I needed to let them know that this was not okay. So I thought of turning around and saying, shh, loudly, or just turning around and showing them my much-used teacher face expression that used to silence a whole room of seventh graders. But then I paused. And again, this is an important piece to the story. My pause was inserted right here. I started to pay attention to the story in my brain that was feeding me the feeling of being angry that I did not want to feel. So I went into the story creator room in my mind and decided to change the story of these three wonderful women. And as soon as I stopped consenting to I am so irritated they are whispering story, I started listening to what they were actually whispering about. I found out they were all related, a group of three sister-in-laws, and they were talking about how grateful they were that day to be there, to be together, to feel the spirit, and how happy it felt. One even whispered, I could hear, that she felt a new sense of joy that she hadn't felt in a really long time. Inside of my basement story, my story had changed to a higher place, 
of where I wanted to be in my life and how I wanted to show up in my life. Instead of resentment, I started to feel gratitude for these women. Instead of anger, I felt joy. And instead of annoyed, I felt that I had learned from them something valuable that I needed to learn that day. It is not possible to control other people and all the circumstances around you, but it is possible to open up a space in your mind to choose which set of stories you want to have in your life. The stories you choose are absolutely in your control. You get to choose what stories you want to spend your energy on and what stories will serve you best in your life. You get to control the thoughts, the words, the sentences, and the stories that you allow your mind to tell you about the people and the circumstances all around you. Your mind is a story creator. Your story creates how you feel about your reality, regardless of the reality of the people and circumstances around you. Right? Do you love that? When you open your mind to different alternatives, then you can choose a story that is most helpful to you. The simple trick about pulling your story out of basement story mode is simply to first realize that it is there in the basement part of your brain. You will know it is there because it will usually be a fast reaction of fight or flight. As soon as you notice it there, then, pause right then. Put the pause button on right there. The noticing part, and then the pause, is the mechanism that will allow the story to change. Then you'll have a story that you really want to stick to. So what are you doing in your own life to keep your soul aloft? It's not always easy. There are days when your life will soar and there are days when it will not. But there are many things you can do to add lift to your life, even on those days. When the string gets all tangled around your feet, you will be able to look for the happy. That's what this podcast is all about. We are going on a journey together to look for the happiest moments in everyday life, in all situations, that will help you to keep your soul aloft. Be ready, because together we're out to find the happy. Thanks for listening again today. Have a beautiful rest of your day, and get ready to choose a new story that lines up with the kind of person you want to be and how you really want to be present in your life. And then you will be able to find the happy. Bye for now. See you next time.